0: O God of wonder, as that ancient star rose and guided the Magi, illuminating the place where Jesus was, so now, may the light of your Holy Spirit shine in our hearts and minds as your word is read and proclaimed. Guide us again to Christ and direct us in new paths of faithfulness. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Our Old Testament reading is from the 60th Chapter of Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, for darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around, they all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nation shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Apha, all those from Sheba, shall come." They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Our New Testament reading of the first 12 verses of the second chapter of Matthew. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men, They were overwhelmed with joy on entering the house they saw the child with Mary and his Mary his mother and knelt down and paid him homage then opening their treasure chests they offered him gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh and having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. O Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Which way home? They had a choice. These uh, wise men, they could have done what was politically expedient. They could have done as King Herod had with such cleverness, asked them to do, saying, go and search diligently for the child. When you find him, bring me word, so I may also go. With our knowledge of the rest of the story, it's easy for us to imagine those words in the voice of all the villains We have known, well, just for example, in movies, ranging from Cod, you remember the hissing snake, in Jungle Book, to Scar, the power-hungry brother of Lion King. You can tell we watch a lot of kids' movies in (laughs) the last couple of days. (laughs) To Dr. Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I have to go, I'm having dinner with a to Darth Vader or his emperor in Star Wars. Or Blowfield, you remember the, the cat stroking villain in seven of the James Bond movies. See, we know that Herod was a villain. They did not know that. They didn't know he was a villain. They just knew he was the king who was completely unaware. That a star had signaled the birth of a king, a new kind of king. But wait, who are these wise men? What we know, what we know is they were foreigners from from afar. We know that they were scientists of the a sort. I read some commentaries and called them astrologers. No, no, they didn't write horoscopes and they didn't sit around saying, oh, Venus is in the plot of Aries and all this other stuff. That wasn't them, they were were observing the sky. And they had observed something different in the sky, something special, something that inspired a journey. Now just think about that. If If you went out, say, to carry the trash out one night, and when you came back in the house, you told your spouse, honey, I saw something new and wonderful in the sky while I was out there. I think I shall gather my buddies, my camels, and my gear and travel hundreds of miles to another country. What do you think your spouse would say? Have you lost your mind? What have you been drinking? My spouse would quote her daddy Vassar, who used to say on such occasions I admire your courage, but I question your judgment. <laughs> Now it was really, it wasn't all that new for stars to be thought to prophesy some important event. Back in the, you read in the 24th chapter of Numbers, the foreign prophet Balaam, you remember he had a talking donkey. Balaam says, I see him but not now. I behold him but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. Well, we do not know we really don't know how many wise men there were. The assumption, primarily from medieval times, oh, you know, a thousand years ago or so, they said, oh, there were three gifts. There must be three wise men. I mean, who would come empty-handed, right? <laughs> but we don't know. Matthew doesn't say that, does he? We do know. We know they had to be rich because they could afford to travel. There was no... Ninety nine dollar flights around the end. This is when you went to travel from afar, you had to take your servants and your goods and your, your groceries and you had to take everything with you. Nothing was cheap about traveling. And we know that they were rich because they brought expensive gifts. Well, first they were going to greet a new king, so they went to the they went to the logical place to meet a new king, capital city. Jerusalem. But there was no new king there, just Herod. Herod knew that his world was ruled by Rome, and Rome decided who got to be called king. Nobody else did. And Rome had named Herod king, so news of some other king, that was pretty upsetting for him. Now not quite knowing what to make of these guests on a surprising mission, Herod asked his scholars, so where is this uh, Messiah supposed to be born? Did you ever wonder, how they come up with the right answer? You know, they searched the scriptures and the answer they came up with is actually a modification of one verse in the prophet Micah. It's funny, that's five verse 2, and they combined it with something in 2 Samuel, also 5 verse 2, and they said, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people. That word shepherd's important. That was part of being a a good king, was a good shepherd. And what do we know about this little town of Bethlehem? It was located about five miles south of Jerusalem. Well, I I googled around a little bit and said, what's five miles away? Well, that's less than the distance from Raleigh to Garner or from Four Oaks to Benson. Five miles is more like the distance from Berea to Stevenson's barbecue, depending on which route. (laughs) (laughs) Historically, Bethlehem had been important. In the book of Genesis, uh, we read that Bethlehem, that's where Jacob buried his beloved Rachel, It was also where Ruth married Boaz, um, some of Jesus' ancestors, for that matter. But Bethlehem's greatest significance before Jesus was it was the hometown of Israel's greatest king, David, the former shepherd boy and sharpshooter with a slingshot. And it became, Bethlehem became the birthplace of Jesus Christ, the one who said, I am the good shepherd. And what about those three gifts? Frankincense, well, as we read from Isaiah, the wealth of nations shall come to you, they shall bring gold and frankincense, and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Gold is also mentioned as a gift fit for a king in that coronation uh, psalm that Johnny read from, Psalm 72, which says, make gold of Sheba be given to him. Myrrh was a resin used for anointing. It's mentioned in the book of Exodus, there's a recipe for anointing oil, includes cassia oil, which is, most of us say smells like cinnamon. Uh, It was also used in the embalming spices. The 19th chapter of John's gospel describes the crucifixion and then the burial. And in that, chapter we're told that Nicodemus remember the man that came to visit Jesus at night the man to whom Jesus said for God so loved the world John three sixteen was said to Nicodemus well <clears throat> late there in the book we read that he brought a hundred pounds of spices to treat the body of Jesus for burial and myrrh being one of those names. When you think about it that kind of makes myrrh an unusual gift for anybody but especially for a baby but the gifts the wise men brought they paid homage to a new king their mission was to come and worship the new king is worshiping Jesus our mission and if so what kind of what kind of Jesus are you looking for Are you looking for the Jesus who in the Beatitudes blesses the hopeless those who grieve, those who hunger for justice, others who are downtrodden? Are you looking for the Jesus who challenges us to act like that good Samaritan who put himself and his money at risk to help someone in need? Are you looking for the Jesus who loved people and did not care what other people thought about his associating with folks like taxpayers and sinners? are you looking for the Jesus who lovingly invites us, saying, come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Are you looking for the Jesus we learn about in the New Testament? What kind of Jesus are you looking for to worship, to devote your life to? And if heaven is your home, how do you answer that question? Which way home? Thanks be to God. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Now may the love of God uphold you, the light of Christ guide you, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit fill you with joy, now and forever. Amen.